Welcome to the Straight Up Intentional Podcast. This is your host, Diane, and on this podcast, we're going to talk everything faith, fitness, and mindset, and how to live an intentional life. You guys know I am a personal trainer, and I've been training for a few years, and not to mention I am a human being that's experienced this cycle myself, but it's the end of the year, and holidays are coming, and I already know what's going to happen. October is the first month of the seasons that we tend to just kind of get really lax on our goals. And then come November, Thanksgiving, family comes over, lots of delicious food. And by December, we have lost track of all sense of reality and all sense of our goals. And then January comes and everybody and they mama is trying to get this new year, new me. Let me set these goals and all of these things. I am all about turning over a new leaf and like trying to start fresh. But I'm also like anti waiting for that day or that moment or that minute that you feel like, okay, now it's my time. And let me tell you why. I do think that pushing it off till Monday, pushing it off till next year. It's just overrated. And when you're waiting for a specific day to set your goal, you're most likely not going to stick to it just because you're relying on that specific thing to keep you motivated. And as I say, motivation is fleeting and it's temporary. So we have to like work on goal setting that is not just based on like a time frame, right? Like that's why when people talk about like, I want to lose 20 pounds for the wedding. And it's like, let's talk about just like working on the actual work. Like what do we, what if we focus on what we have to do to get to our goal? Right. So instead of being like, Oh, I need to lose 20 pounds by this wedding saying like, I'm going to go to the gym four times a week every day until this wedding. Right. And then the results will come, but because you're not focused so much on the wedding or the exact weight or the exact size of dress, you're more focused on the work. You've learned to follow up with the journey and you make it something that's sustainable. It's the same thing for these like holidays and uh, to be blatantly honest, excuses that we create in order to push off our goals. And, you know, like I always say, At the end of the day, it's what we think we deserve. So we're going to continue repeating these cycles until we believe that we deserve more than these cycles, until we believe and identify as people that actually do say what, do what they say they're going to do, and they actually keep the promises they make to themselves. So for me, I think you should like go into the end of this year, right? And think like, what little steps can I take that's going to keep my happiness during the holidays, right? Like, let's not go into bodybuilding mode during the holidays. Let's be reasonable and rational and expect that things might not be as tight at those moments where our family's coming over and our grandma's making the best food ever and there's desserts galore. You know what I mean? But like learning how to like just do the very basics at the end of the year, I feel like is the best way to just go into the new year and already be a step ahead of the game, right? Because like, if you just say F it and just like give up this, this whole year, like, okay, 2023, I tried and I'm done. You know what I mean? Like it's October come November. I'm good. Like, I'm not going to do anything like for me. And I'm just going to kind of like throw all my goals to the wind. 
what's going to happen is you're going to show up November 1st, I'm sorry, <laughs> January 1st. And then, yeah, it'll be cool for like two weeks, but because you didn't like get yourself there, right? Because you didn't at least maintain the basics, then January 1st is going to be that much harder. You know what I'm saying? And keeping that whatever goal that you have, keeping that goal and keeping that work up past January 1st, past January 15th, past February 1st, then we're going to end up with the same thing I see every year, February 1st. Well, let's try again in February. Let's try again in March. All right, spring, spring is it. You know what I'm saying? So the problem is here, what we're doing is we're focusing on the wrong things. And not only that, but like we are relying on new year, new me, when in reality, new me can come at any point, right? New me can happen on October 4th. New me can happen on, you know, the middle of the year. It, it doesn't have to be a specific day that just is going to change everything. Because at the end of the day, like I say, you're going to change when you decide that you're going to change. And then also when you decide that you're going to identify as someone that changes, right? Because here's the problem. We set the new year's new me, right? But we don't actually believe that we're going to be a new me, right? We're going to say, well, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to start doing this, right? And then we do it. But then what do we do when we start getting somewhere? We start self-sabotaging because we actually don't believe that we deserve what we say that we want out of life. We don't actually truly believe that we're the type of people that stick to their goals, that go to the gym in the morning, that get the raise, that go go back to school, that do well in school. So at the end of the day, what we have to do is say, no, I'm ready right now, October 4th. October 4th is the day that I'm going to make a change because I truly believe that I deserve the change. Whatever that change may be, it doesn't have to be fitness, right? Yeah, you know, it's most of the time fitness, but maybe they're financial goals. Maybe you have a savings goal, but you keep going to Starbucks. That all has to do with this feedback loop that you have. You are saying like, oh, I'm just the type of person that gets Starbucks every day. Ha ha ha. He he he. It's funny till it's not funny, right? At the end of the day, you can say I'm the type of person that saves my money instead of getting Starbucks every day. Or maybe you just learn to cut back, you know? It's just like what I say about fitness. Maybe you can't change your whole life in one day. Well, no, you can't. You can't. You just can't do that. It's just not something that's possible. But maybe you can start with little things like only going to Starbucks once a week, giving yourself that limit. That's reasonable, right? Because you get to have Starbucks still. You still get to satisfy that you know, whatever it is for you, craving, whatever you want to call it, but you're limiting it to a reasonable amount, guys. <laughs> Once a week is pretty reasonable. And then you're saving hella money. And then at the end of the day, you become the type of person that saves. And then once you get in that habit, you're going to keep that habit, right? As long as you continue to show up for that consistently. We have to stop relying on the motivation of the new year of the whatever it is, the challenge challenges are great. I run eight week challenges all the time and I absolutely love them. They're one of my favorite things to do because everyone is so pushed and the community aspect of it always makes people work harder. I've noticed, but the problem with relying on that is that they're not, they're not always going to be there. The new year is not always going to be there. The coach isn't always going to be there. So you have to learn to do the bare minimum. And I'm going to tell you about my recent slap in the face by life, but also like things that I learned from this experience. 
I am originally from California, lived there my entire life, set my roots there. I mean, legitimately every everybody I knew, you know, my work, my school, everything was rooted there. My kids were rooted there. I mean, my son's he's a toddler, but my daughter had gone to the same school from kindergarten to fifth grade. It was a big change to move my family from one state to another. And I love where I live. Okay. I literally love it. It's been such a blessing. I've met so many beautiful people, but it was a transition. I went from being a trainer, a stacked trainer, busy trainer, working a set amount of hours, a set amount of clients and going from that and being a busy bee in Norwalk, California, having my clientele, having my friends, having my schedule, all that stuff to now uprooting my toddler and my school-aged child to a different state and then adjusting not only to a new state, but adjusting to my husband's new schedule because my husband was blessed by God with this amazing job. And this job has been such a blessing to our family, you know, but it it's it's a little chaotic in the schedule department. We never know what we're going to get as let's just say that. So coming here, of course, I looked for jobs. I was like, okay, you know, I have a bachelor's degree. I am great at marketing. I'm great at social media and I know how to build a business. Okay. So I'm going to go get a job. You know, I go apply for jobs and then I realize there is no way I can work these jobs. (laughs) I just don't have time for that. Like I have to, I have my toddler and then I have to get my my kid to school. Like there's no way that I'm going to be able to work at a gym, work at any type of company that's going to expect me to be there eight to 10 hours and then still have my kids taken care of. So not finding anything here in the West Valley as far as gyms that I was the kind of gym I was looking to work for. Um, I decided to make my garage a gym, but that took about two months to even realize that that's what I was going to do. So from December to February, I was trying to set my roots down in a gym that was just a little too far for me. And I wasn't getting the clientele that I, you know, am used to. So it was kind of crazy because I loved the gym, loved the owner, loved the community. They were amazing. They, it was just too far for me. And I didn't have, like I said, I didn't have any roots there. So I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, what am I going to do? You know, like constantly having a midlife crisis, stress. I have the kids. So I end up, you know, in February deciding, you know what? I'm just going to see if anybody will train in out of my garage, right? I don't want to, I don't want to like bring people in my house. I don't know anybody, but I'll, I'll keep them in the garage and, and let's see what happens. My God, (laughs) it was amazing what happened, but because you know, it was so important to me. And because it actually grew so fast, the garage gym, West Valley, if y'all don't know, um, because of that, I focused on my business. You know, I focused on filling the gym with enough equipment. I focused on getting the clients. I focused on making it aesthetic because, you know, it got to be aesthetic, guys. Um, I focused on all of that. And because of that, I ended up, you know, kind of like taking a backseat on my own fitness journey. I got so caught up in my son, my being a wife, by the way, you know, like being a wife in your own home, totally different than being a wife in when you're like living with other people, right? Like I stepped up a big game, not only that, but my husband now 
has this unpredictable schedule well i really gotta step up 75 percent. you know what i mean like physically in person because i need him to rest i need him to you know be able to get to work and all that stuff so i had to step up as a mom as a wife as everything a little bit more than usual so that took place of my life for that season of my life and guys it's going to happen where the gym can't be the first thing you do in the morning or the gym isn't going to be possible all the time. So what I did was I maintained the bare minimum. I maintained 80-20. I maintained moving my body, not as much and not as intentionally as I like, but I was consistent in the bare minimum. Taking walks when I could, you know, going to the gym and my gym, you know, the garage as much as I could when I could, because again, I'm building a business. So that also consumes you. And also, you know, like I said, the kids. And so doing my best. Um, and then I woke up (laughs) when I say I woke up, I mean, I looked in the mirror in July, no, August, I actually had a friend come over and, um, it was like a reality check. She, it's not like she was like, Oh, you look bad girl. It's that we went to the gym and we took content and I was like, yo, is that what I look like? (laughs) Like I didn't even realize because I was so consumed with my life that I didn't realize that I was slipping on my goals. Let's just say that, you know, I didn't feel great. I'm not going to lie. I didn't feel great. I was kind of like, ugh, about everything. I had lost my spark for the gym because I was just getting used to being all the time in the gym full time again. And to be honest, getting out of my house because I work from home, getting out of my house was a big one for me. Just stepping out of my house and going to a different facility helped me so much because it was like removing the business, the home and the kids and all that. And just being like, I'm just going to like escape for an hour. All right. No, don't talk to me. (laughs) Legitimately, boom, right back in, right back to the split training, right back to the 10K steps a day, right back to the reading, right back to the 3 a.m. wake up call. I mean, because of the consistency in the hard season, the season of focus was not easier, right? But this transition was better because I had the bare minimum. Had I stopped completely working out, had I stopped completely eating whole foods, had I stopped and started from scratch, it would have been different. I would have had to start with very small steps, right? Very small increments of change because it would have been too much. It would have been overwhelming. But on day one of me slapping myself into reality, I said, oh, I know exactly what I have to do. And it's not anything drastic. It's not a weight loss pill. It's not a detox tea. It is literally the basics that I have to stick to. You don't want to know how embarrassing it was for me to take that before video of me. And it's posted on Instagram. It's all over TikTok. You can check me out. It was embarrassing for me to have to do my little twirl and be like, damn, I just don't feel good. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like I was not fit. I still, to this day, I say I was thick fit. I was fit. I was strong. I could outlift you. But I just didn't, I wasn't feeling my best internally and which actually, you know, always manifests externally, right? You can see when 
someone doesn't feel good. And that was me. I didn't feel good. And so sticking to the plan, I promise you, four weeks, slight difference, eight weeks, pretty good difference, 12 weeks, different person. Why? Because of the basics consistently, because of the habits, and because instead of waiting until Monday, wait until you're fed up. I mean, when you're fed up, you're going to say, oh no, I'm fed up. I'm done. I cannot do this anymore. This cannot be my life. This cannot be what I signed up for. Like, no, 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 this is not me. I deserve more. I am worthy of more. I know I can do more. I am deciding right now that I am worthy of waking up and going to the gym and drinking my water and eating whole foods. Because first of all, the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. But also I know I feel good when I am taking the steps that I need to take in order to be healthy and happy and my mental, you know, my mental health is on point. These are the things, the very basics that make you a better person because you feel good. You're going to be a better mom. You're going to be a better wife. You're going to be a better friend. You're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to go to work and you're going to have a good day and you're going to have confidence in what you're doing because you're confident in yourself. And because of all these steps, you're proving to yourself every single day that you know you are worthy of it. Therefore, you step into your greatness. You step into your greatness. And that's the thing that you have to remember. January 1st is not when your greatness comes. Your greatness is already in you. You are worthy already. Literally, there is nothing you can do or accomplish more that makes you more worthy than you are right now, right? It's not about you becoming more worthy. You are already worthy. It's about proving to yourself that you know you're worthy, proving to yourself, no one else, that you know you are worthy. And because of that, you're going to show up in a totally different light and you're going to continue taking steps in the right direction because you're proving to yourself who you are. You are reminding yourself who you are. Therefore, everyone else is going to notice that you know who you are, girl. Yes. And that is why your life starts to escalate as you start to change your life and you start to make better choices in your life because you're proving to yourself, you're proving to others. And then, like I said, you're collaborating with God at the end of the day and you're showing God, I know I am worthy because I am your daughter. And because of that, I can show up in my best way. So the steps you're going to take from now to the end of the year, okay? Now to the end of the year, it's October, October, November, December, three months, the next three months of your life, you are going to do the basics consistently. You're going to eat 80% whole foods because 80-20 is a lifestyle change that you can do for the rest of your life. You are going to at least track your protein to make sure you're having enough protein. You're going to schedule three to five lifts a week and we can talk about why you lift. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. That'll be another podcast for another day. Why lifting? I don't want to get bulky. Ah, da, 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 all that nonsense. Like I said, DM me all your topics, all your concerns. All, I will address them. But you're going to lift, baby girl. You're going to walk. Okay. You're going to at least hit 7,000 steps a day. And that is because you want to make sure that you are moving your body, especially if you plan on intaking more food. You want to at least move your body enough to maintain 
at the very minimum, maintain 7,000 to 10,000 steps a day anymore. God bless you. Read a book that teaches you something, 10 pages a day. Why? Because if you don't change your mind, you will never stick to the promises that you make yourself. You have to feed your mind every single day. You have to work out your mind every single day, just like you work out your body. And you're going to drink your water, girl, because, you know, from water, you know, we're living things and we need water. And that's what you're going to do. October, November, December. I'm not telling you to be on a bodybuilder's macronutrition meal plan. But I am saying that if you want to walk into 2024 and be like new year, new me, why don't you say, okay, I'm going to end the, I'm going to end 2023. The way I said I was going to start 2023, I'm going to go back to the person I was January 1st, 2023, when I said this, this, and this was going to happen. And maybe I didn't fulfill those things, but I'm going to work today, October 4th or 5th, wherever you're listening to this podcast. I'm going to work on it today so that I can end the year right, so that I can set myself up for an amazing 2024 and actually stick to the things I say I'm going to do for myself because I deserve that. I deserve that. You deserve that. We deserve that. We just have to decide we deserve it. And then we got to show up for ourselves. And remember that every season's going to be different. Okay. There's a season for everything. And that is biblical. There's going to be seasons where you cannot give it your all in a certain area. That is normal. That is okay. But what you're going to do is you're going to do your best through every season and you're going to work through it, fight through it. Even if you're fighting and you're literally crawling through it, fight through it because you deserve that. All right. Make sure you are following on Instagram at Diane Jasmine Inc. D-I-A-N-E-J-A-S-M-I-N-E. And let me know what you think about the podcast. Let me know on the Apple podcast by rating and reviewing. And let me know what you guys want to hear. I want to hear from you. Sometimes I'm just going to come on here and spill it to you. Sometimes there will be themes and I hope to have some amazing people because, you know, (laughs) we got to bring in other voices in here. So just let me know what you guys think and I will talk to you guys later.